0: And I misstepped and, but I took another step and I just felt this shooting sharp pain. And I like look up and I was like, "Uh Oh, that's probably not good. So I went into the weekend thinking maybe I could still race. And I got on the bus, I was in a walking boot and I get on the bus and we head up there and I'm just like, okay, maybe I'll still race. Maybe I'll still race. And I was talking to my coach in the hall that night.
1: On today's show, we have Haley Phillips. Haley is age 18, she recently graduated from high school. And at the end of her senior year, she won three events at state track. So she is a three-time state champion, um, which is just exciting and wonderful. And she's going on now to a university to run track as well. But interesting enough, at the beginning of her senior year, she had a trial that could have stopped her and prevented her from becoming a state champion. Listen in. Listen to how she overcame the trial, how it shaped her life, and how it's helping to where she is headed into who she is becoming. This is another episode of Who Are You Becoming? A broadcast based on the knowledge we are all children of God, thus have unlimited divine potential in whom we can become. I interview young single adults ages 18 to 30 who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and share the messages with their peers and others across all walks of life. I am Jack Rolfe, and on today's show, we have Haley Phillips. Welcome, Haley.
0: Thank you. Hi.
1: Hi. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here and so excited. And I I know you are a busy person, and we'll kind of get into that as we start going through uh, the interview here. But uh, why don't you start out and tell the audience uh, your age and where you grew up?
0: Hi, so I'm 18 years old, just barely, and I grew up in St. George, Utah, and uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Kind of the, like, just down in the corner of, like, lower Utah. Um, yeah, I love it in St. George. I grew up, started third grade here, and I've been here since, and I love just the environment and everything about it. It's very beautiful.
1: Yeah. It is a beautiful place to be. And uh, so you made that move from Las Vegas to St. George in the third grade. Was that an easy transition at that age of life?
0: Um, I don't remember it completely, but I really enjoy m- moving. I don't remember it being hard.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I I didn't like my peers and. Vegas.
1: Oh, so it was a good move uh, for you then. Yeah. Yeah. A, a definitely. fresh start. A fresh start. Well, that's good. I'm glad that that went mm-hmm. well. And uh, tell us a little bit about your family.
0: Um, so I have five siblings. I have an older brother who is out serving a mission right now. He's in Fort Worth, Texas, and he's been out for over a year now last month he loves it um I have then then I'm next I'm the second oldest then I have three younger siblings I have an autistic younger brother after me my youngest sister and she is going into her freshman year this year so Jacob's a junior Caitlin's gonna be a freshman and then there's about a 13-year age gap, and I have a two-year-old younger brother. His name's Lincoln, and he is wonderful. He's so cute.
1: Well, it sounds like that'd be fun to have Lincoln around. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is quite an age gap there, but uh, how fun, how exciting. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a great family. And as I mentioned, as we open the show, you've got a lot going on in your life, and In fact, uh, and we'll have you tell us a little bit about that, but I'll just open it up with you recently graduated from high school, and as of the recording of this show, tomorrow morning, uh, you're heading off to college. And so tell us a little bit about your high school experience and uh, what you're involved with, and and then we'll transition into uh, where you're headed for college.
0: Right. Um, I went to Snow Canyon High School and... I loved it. I participated in cross-country track and swim in my time there. I loved being involved with all of that. Um, I played piano for 12 years and I participated in an orchestra. But I really found what I liked in running and I'm continuing to run cross country and track in college now. That's why I'm going up early right now to go see or to go get stuff done there. And yeah, I'm going to attend Utah Valley university and in the fall and summer, and I plan on attending Utah Valley for a year and then I'll be 19 and hopefully be out on my mission. And then I'll see what happens after that.
1: Well, that is a wonderful plan, and uh, I want to talk about your running here um, uh, for a minute, and I'm I'm suspecting you're uh, probably a a pretty humble, uh, modest individual, but if I understand things correctly, uh, just this past year, your senior year, uh, you won three events at the state track meet. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yes, so tell us what three events were that and tell us a little bit about that experience.
0: Um, So I raced the mile, the two mile and the 800 meters, so about half a mile. And um, that was just the coolest experience, especially so I participated in cross country earlier that year and I broke my foot on a trail run four days before state. And so going into that track meet, I knew I had – my times were seated number one in 4A, so I knew I had a shot at doing that, but when you get there, you know, so many things can happen. So I got there, and I was able to perform, and I just – that was the coolest experience. Only a few girls in Utah history have been able to pull off what they call the distance trifecta. And, you know, like, it's just – it's really cool. I had the be best teammates and support and just being able to do that. And, yeah.
1: Congratulations on uh, attaining that awesome uh, accomplishment. And I just want to dig into that, Haley, a little bit further. So, um, you know, you don't just wake up one day and say, "Okay, I'm going to a state track meet and and then win three races and become a state champion. There's a lot that goes into that. Right. I mean, tell us about that. There's discipline, hard work, working out, your eating schedule. I mean, all those things. What's that like to prepare for that throughout your life?
0: It took up a majority of my life. I first started my freshman year doing cross country just for fun. And um, I cross country wasn't. And running sports weren't exactly what I was doing. I kind of just showed up maybe every other day, you know, oh, I'll figure it out. And, you know, we just I didn't know, like, what could happen if I actually... Uh, committed to running so I just my freshman year just kind of floated around did whatever and then sophomore year we got new coaches including well I never really I don't have any memories of one of my specific coaches coach Ben until my sophomore year and he started to get me to realize that hey like I could be good at this I could I didn't think I'd ever be a state champ, but I mean, I figured I could be better than I was. And cause I didn't get much better my sophomore year. I didn't train over the summer. I didn't do any of that. And so that year I realized that I could be good. So I really, I fully committed the summer of my junior year. And I remember I told my parents, I was like, I don't want to go on trips cause I don't want to miss practice. And I started, but junior year was when I started really focusing on the running portion then my senior year, I realized if I wanted to really get good, I would have to change my diet and sleep habits. I went to a BYU cross country and track camp, and they taught me a lot about just becoming better and being a better athlete. So that's just largely like this year decided. Like I've figured out like what it takes, and it it was a lot of work. It was worth it.
1: Yeah, that's a large commitment, and I like how you ended that off. It's it's worth it, and that's how any great thing in life is, right? We've got to put the work in, um, and it's not always easy. In fact, it's rarely easy, uh, but it is always worth it. And so that's awesome uh, that you that you accomplished that. And and I hope anyone listening today that has aspirations, whether it's in sports or music or drama or something else that um, maybe they'll get a little bit of inspiration listening to you today about making that commitment and moving forward. And I want to put a little shout out to coach Ben, who you referenced. Uh, Ben (laughs) is my son-in-law and, um, and he's one of the producers of this podcast and he's just an awesome young man himself. And so, uh, and I know he speaks so highly of you. He said you were just one of the greatest individuals that he ever had an opportunity to coach. So, so some good stuff there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're going to uh, Utah Valley University and and going to be on the track team there as well. What made you select that university and and did you have other offers of places to go?
0: Oh, yeah, it's actually okay. So I coming into my senior year, I wanted to go to Brigham Young University. I wanted to go there. They have an amazing track team, amazing coaches, and I wasn't fast enough to make the team. And so I just kind of I was like, okay, I'm going to like apply to the school I'm going to apply to other schools to keep my options open because my coaches told me to do that. But I really I really wanted to go to BYU and I made steps toward I had my housing at BYU. I had all my like I just had things like ready to go. And I realized I was like, I don't think I'm going to make the running team. And, you know, I was okay with that. I was like, I maybe I'll work my way up. I'll do this or that. And so I just, I kept feeling uneasy about just my decision. And so I actually, I started looking at other colleges. I started, and this was towards the end of my senior year, like the very end, I just felt really uneasy about my decision. And so I did a little bit of research and I just, I felt really good about Utah Valley University. And so I knew I was like, I went and toured SUU, took an official visit. I toured some other places. I looked into some other schools. I had offers from other schools. I had an academic scholarship at BYU, so I was in a good place at BYU. I don't see why there was any reason I shouldn't go there. But I knew, like, as soon as I toured Utah Valley's campus, I would know whether or not I was supposed to be there. Like, I would prayed about it. I would just... I'd had a seminary teacher tell me that the way, you know, you're doing something right is you make steps towards it. And if it like, you'll be comforted. So I was looking for that feeling of comfort because I never found it. And so I, I was up North at a track meet and I was scheduled to go visit Utah Valley and the coach and my grandma picked me up so she could take me over there. And as soon as I saw the campus, um, I was just overwhelmed with the spirit that I was supposed to go there. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I'm here. I am, and I know it's where I'm supposed to be.
1: Thank you for sharing that, Haley. And as as you share it, um, I feel that spirit as well. And uh, one advantage I have on these interviews is. People listening are just listening to the audio vision of it. We record it through Zoom, so I get to see the individuals that I'm interviewing. As and as I'm as I'm looking at you right now, Haley, I could see that spirit touching you, and it's it's interesting because we have plans in our life, and we make plans, and 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 that's a good thing. But often we find out the Lord has different plans for us. Definitely. It, Yeah. And and the key is, and you just described it perfectly, is first, we need to be open to that. Uh, Second, we need to be praying about it. And then third, listening to that spirit and getting that confirmation. And that's the process you went through. So I, too, have no doubt you're going to be starting tomorrow right at the very place that you're supposed to be. And uh, there'll be things happen to you that you'll realize, yeah, that's why I'm here. And, and there'll be some things you will never realize that uh, might come forward, you know, years down the road as well. And so congratulations on that. And, and thanks for Thank sharing you. that. Um, so you're, you're going to have a busy schedule. Uh, you know, your, your track will be very busy. How many credits will you be taking in school?
0: Um, I'm signed up for 16 credits just about, so it's not terrible, but it's still going to be quite a few.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. A, a good load there. And, uh, yeah. Will you be working at all or is that uh, allowed or not allowed when you're on a sports team or,
0: um, I, I didn't think I could handle just all of that. So I'm, I i will not be working.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your, yeah. your work is your, uh, your track, right? And that's, uh, and that's that's what's paying for your schooling as well. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but you know, even with that, uh, gosh, as a, as a young single adult and at this stage, you know, there's various stages of being a young single adult, but right now you're just going into, uh, that, that range of age 18 to 30, uh, you finished up high school, you're getting ready to start university. Uh, you've got the sports that you'll be involved with, You're you're looking forward to a mission uh, in a year, uh, possibly a little bit of uh, uh, dating and socializing uh, thrown <laughs> thrown in there on top of that. Right. And then just yeah. all the other directions in life and pressures of life. And then and and then the ups and downs of, uh, of staying on the covenant path. And so there's a lot to balance. So how does Haley Phillips find balance in her life?
0: Ooh. So this summer has actually been really hard just personally finding my balance with just everything. Um, I noticed like in the middle of the school year, like towards the end, you know, you have tests and finals and everything's kind of due at the end of the year. And, you know, like I was able to find balance. I was able to do like dating and have fun, but also focus on track and also keep, close to the savior by just prioritizing the savior in my life I think and just giving him credit um my biggest help and like to help myself not be super stressed was I would just pray before races and like on the start line like it just helped me so much and you know just acknowledging him in day-to-day life made it just so much easier to get through everything for me. And so as I like continue through to this college chapter, I think I need to work on just being closer to him and realizing that he's here in my life. Yeah.
1: That's wonderful. And I I want to mention from that, um, on occasion, I have opportunities to interview uh, young single adults, that are at a point in life where they're getting married. And, uh, and so I asked them, I say, okay, uh, you're not going to be single anymore. If you had a chance to give a piece of advice to your peers, what would that be? And a lot of them say what you just said, they say, focus on your savior, Jesus Christ. And then all of these other priorities in your life start to fall into place a lot easier. Is that what I was hearing you say? Are you agreeing with that?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely some great advice. And, and, you know, now as, as we do that, uh, that doesn't uh, eliminate us from having challenges, uh, trials in our life. And, um, and, you know, the older we get, the more trials we've had. But even at age 18, you can have a lot of trials that you've gone through. So I, would you share with us and those listening today any particular trial or trials that you've had in your life that you felt were really difficult?
0: Yeah, um, I think one that, one trial that shaped me the most Recently, was was um, at the beginning of my senior year, I was really big into cross-country. I was one of the top competitors going into state, and I had an opportunity to do something that no girl at my high school has ever been able to do before. We haven't had a super crazy um, distance record in the past, so I was able to kind of set a legacy. And so going into that We were up in Pine Valley on a trail run and I was just talking with some of the people on my team and I misstepped and I twisted my ankle and you know like I twist my ankle all the time and it never does anything and but I took another step and I just felt this shooting sharp pain and I like look up and I was like "Uh uh-oh that's probably not good so I got back and we were just like okay, hey, it'll probably just be gone it's probably just like a hurt nerve um and a few days went by I had four days till we left for state and I just biked and a few days went by and I was I didn't know what was wrong and it wasn't getting any better so I re- one of my coaches referred me to a doctor and I went in and he scanned it and I broke the navicular bone of my foot. And so it was just, it's a tricky break because I could, I couldn't make it, I probably couldn't make it worse if I ran on it. It'd be painful if I did, but it probably wouldn't make it worse. But in the case that it did make it worse, it would spread towards like the inside of the navicular bone and it would Make it so I would need surgery. So it was a very just kind of tough area to be in because I could have ran. It was my senior year. Like I never, ever really meddled at state. I wanted to just be there for my team and everything. We could have done really well. And like it just, so I went into the weekend thinking maybe I could still race. And I got on the bus. I was in a walking boot and I get on the bus. And we head up there and I'm just like, OK, maybe I'll still race. Maybe I'll still race. And I was talking to my coach in the hall that night and we just decided to not because it wasn't worth it. He said. That I had too much going on in, ahead of me to risk such an injury now. And so that was hard just watching that race that I should have been in. But um, as I continued on, so. State happened, and it it crushed me to see that just go on without me. And then um, I had to start the long process of getting better, recovering. I, w- I went directly into swim season from that because sent the position of the break, I couldn't walk, but I could swim. So I'd push off the wall with one foot and I would dive off the blocks with one foot. It was kind of scary. Cause I'd hop to the side of the pool with one foot. I'd take off my boot and I'd hop to the side of the pool and just throw myself in every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean that helped a lot, but it just, I was really, really slow. My times were the slowest they've ever been in swim just cause I had, I couldn't push off the wall with both feet And I was just in a really low position. Like I was wondering why it happened and everything like that. Um, I had to get a lot of help from a lot of people during that time. But one thing that someone said to me that stuck out was that you'll be stronger from this. And I held on to that, and it really did. Like I was able to, um, I think get closer to Christ because during that time I was like, "Why did this happen?" And um, I figured out how to pray, and, and yeah, I really just gained a better relationship with Him. And I don't think it would have happened otherwise. Like running was my life. And due to that injury, I didn't have it anymore. So I realized I was not spending enough time with my Savior and with the gospel. And so it helped me take a step back. And I think it's what I needed. And I became better from it.
1: You know, it's um, I can tell it's a, it's a sensitive thing for you to talk about in in both ways. Um, for those that are listening that may not uh, completely understand uh, how it works cross country and track and field. So the the cross it's like two different seasons basically. So you have mm-hmm. cross country which is happening in the fall, and um, and then track and field happens in in the spring, and then you sandwiched uh, swimming uh, in between during the, the the winter season and so it was yeah you were building up in in the fall to uh to supposedly you know have a shot of setting and, and and becoming a state champion in cross country and that's when it all kind of came crashing down literally on you and then you uh, for lack of a better term limped through the swim season um and got yourself ready for the track and field season, which we just talked about and then became a state champion in, in three different events. And so, you know, there's a couple of things you you talked about um, as you are going through that. One you mentioned, which I think is automatic for a lot of us as we go through trials, one of the first things that happen is we go, why? You know, why me? and why now at this particular time and if i'm hearing you correctly haley through that you found out part of it was to help you focus more on your savior and the gospel of jesus christ is am i hearing that correctly
0: yeah i wasn't doing all that i was supposed to be doing i mean Just in terms of reading my scriptures every night, like I was defining myself as a runner when in reality I'm not, I'm a child of God and that always comes first. So my running was becoming almost like my false idol. And, you know, I just need to take a step back from that.
1: It's beautiful how you describe that. And, uh, you know, as we lead into each episode, I talk about the fact that we are all children of God. And because of that, we have unlimited divine potential. And through this trial, God helped you start to realize even more of that divine potential that you have as a a child of God. And it's just a beautiful, uh, beautiful thing. And I'm I'm glad that that was such a positive thing. You know, I I talk about in the School of Life Foundation that my wife and I run that we have challenges all the time, and they can either become problems or they can become opportunities, and uh, the the choice is ours with that. And you were able to find the opportunity uh, out of it, and and great things came from that. So that that is wonderful. Um, if you were to offer just one piece of advice to people listening today when they have a trial in front of them, uh, what would be that piece of advice you'd give
0: them? Oh, I think just like believing that it will get better, maybe not in the way that you think, but I always would look forward to like maybe one day I'd be able to do what I wanted to do again, you know, just looking forward. And I understand there's a lot of different kinds of trials and just different, like there's so many more worse trials than what I went through, but just always believing that there will one day be hope. And just, I think that's why it's so, like the atonement was so beautiful, was just because now there's always like something to hope in, even if there is not something to hope in for this life.
1: I love that you bring the atonement into that. And that's great advice, believing that it will get better and it can through the atonement. And, uh, you know, you mentioned others have had uh, worse trials. You know, I I find in my law life, sometimes I'll get feeling sorry for myself because I'm going through a trial. And it seems like every time that that happens, uh, the Lord introduces me to someone that's having a larger trial than I am. And I kind of then slap myself and go, okay, you know, thanks. And then start to realize if I can reach out and help that individual, uh, you know, my trials start to go away. And um, so it's just interesting, interesting how that works. And, you know, through your trials, you find out even more about yourself and your skills and your talents, you know, you've, you've got some skills in athletics. You mentioned the uh, uh, piano, you have some skills there. Are there other skills and talents that you've discovered uh, up to this point in 18 years of your life?
0: Um, I think I have definitely been blessed with just the ability to befriend a lot of people. I love my team so much and I love my old high school team and they were always just so nice to me and they i was able to lead them a lot of the time and that um during cross country and during track and all they're the greatest but they um at state said they would race for me when i couldn't race and so just i think and i'm so grateful but that i've been blessed with just the ability to like make friends with a lot of people. I think that's, that was my biggest piece of piece of advice to like younger runners and younger people. is just make friends with everyone you can because people are awesome. And just once you get to know them, I love being able to get to know people. Um, I think I've also been blessed with the ability to do sports. I, I love it. And I understand that others aren't like others don't like sports or can't do them, but I'm grateful that I've been blessed with that because it's such a large part of my life.
1: You know, the, 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 the skill of making friends is a skill worth developing. And as you do that, you never know um, who around you might need a friend. And sometimes, um, when they find that friend or that friend finds them, it might make a huge turn in their life. Um, it, it might even save their life. Um, and so the more we can use that skill that you're talking about of making friends, it, it just blesses people and blesses the world. And, and I suspect as you continue on uh, in, in your sports, you'll be able to use those opportunities um, to bless others specifically through, you're going to make so many more new friends right now. And,
0: oh, I sure hope so. I'm nervous to go up and meet (laughs) the team, but I hope so.
1: I, I think you will. And just, uh, just getting, putting yourself out there and, um, and it'll be wonderful. It'll be fantastic. And so, you know, we've, we've reached this point in the episode. It always comes too fast for me, but it's the, the The time where we need to start wrapping up. and uh, I, I always close out with the theme question of our show, and so we'll do that here with you, Haley. And so that question is, who are you becoming?
0: i'm I'm still so young. I don't know exactly what I'm capable of, but I think I'm becoming someone that others can talk to. I think I'm becoming a friend and I hope I'm becoming day by day, just a better person and a better daughter, a better teammate, a better friend, a better everything. And I know that through Christ, like I can just continue to be better because I think becoming is a very end goal And if I always focus on getting better than I am now, I'll never stop progressing. Because becoming is very, um, just one way I hope to progress beyond what I think I can become.
1: Thank you for sharing that. And it's interesting, you you opened it up with uh, not even realizing what your capability is. But the more you become, as you described, a disciple of Jesus Christ the more the spirit enlightens you as to who you are be capable of or capable of becoming. And it's, it's an interesting cycle. And, um, and I think we always uh, tend to sell ourselves short. And so I'm, I'm going to end off by saying, um, you know, from the time I spent with you today, I see the unlimited potential, divine potential that you have already obtained and and even more you have the opportunity to obtain. And so stay on that covenant path like you are and realize your full potential and continue to just go out and bless the lives of other people. And as you do that, your own life is automatically lifted up. Mm -hmm. It's just been a a joy and a and a treasure to speak with you again, Haley. uh, Thank you. I know you're busy tomorrow morning. You head off to university. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking some time today.
0: Thank you for having me. This was an awesome opportunity. It really helped me. I think more than hope. I don't know. It just it helped me a lot. Thank you.
1: Well, you are welcome. And um, for those that are listening. I just remind you that your heart feels for you, your mind reasons for you, but your soul speaks to you. Are you listening? Did you listen today? If so, what did you hear and what did you learn? Will you now have the courage to act Upon what you felt. Thank you for tuning in. Please follow us on your podcast app so that each new episode is always downloaded, ready for you to listen in. You can help spread this message by sharing the link and leaving a review. A special thanks goes to our producers, Ben and Kayla Martin. Now it is time to move upward and onward and ask yourself, who are you becoming?